All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 7th, 2022 and week 166. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. And we should be live on a new platform today um, on YouTube. So definitely check us out there. We had the channel ever since we first started doing this in 2019. So we finally are um, starting to go live from there. And all of our previous videos will be on there soon as well. So if you're listening or will watch on YouTube, thank you guys for tuning in as well. And also we have, we're going to have some updates coming to our website, as you can see on the bottom right. It is jmsbible.com. I need to find a better placement because on the next screen, I already see that it's cut off a little bit. So I'll be working on that. But we definitely hope you guys check out the website again. It's jmsbible.com. All of our live stream messages, Zoom and in person from when we used to do those, all of those are there. And we just added a section to where you can submit prayer requests. And we're going to start writing blog posts, whether that be about the word of God or just some encouraging words to help us get through our day, you know. Troubling times are always, it seems like. So we can always use some words of encouragement sometimes. So again, that is jmsbible.com. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about head coverings. It's one of the highly controversial topics when it comes to the word of God. So we're going to take a look, take a deep dive in the Bible and see what the Lord is actually saying about it. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Uh, Again, thank you all of you for joining us. Heavenly Father, thank you for continuing to bless us, Lord, continuing to be with us day in and day out, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just being an awesome God to us, Lord, waking us up, uh, putting breath into our lungs, Lord, just helping us throughout our day. Lord, we're praying for this Bible study, Lord, that your word would go forth. And none of our words, Lord, nothing carnal-minded, nothing um, that would uh, exalt itself and and would be contradictory to the word of God, Lord. Help us to always, always, always uh, just be for you. Uh, Speak your word. Uh, because that is the most important thing, Lord. We don't want anything to be taught, anything to be said that is against you. And so, Lord, just continue to help us, continue to open our eyes, Lord, continue to give us new revelation as never before. Uh, Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that we will continue to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your fantastic name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight, um, or today rather, whatever we call this, uh, we are talking about head coverings um, because it is something that has come up time and time again. And I did want to um, talk about this topic. Uh, There's a lot of information out there. Um, and I'm, I am happy we are on YouTube now, uh, because I can say even for myself, I have went there before to listen to various preachers on it. Um, and so by the grace of God, um, in time going forth, times going forth, someone would be able to see this message, um, as they look for this same topic. And so I hope you guys are able to follow. Um, And if you don't understand, um, I'm hoping and praying you don't give up. Uh, You don't shut your ear, that you would just continue to seek God because that's that's my thing. Um, I pray and and I'm I'm, I'm always asking God to keep me humble, to keep me hungry, hungry and humble, uh, because I want to see the truth of God. I don't want uh, to be led astray. I don't want to lead anyone else astray. Uh, We know Jesus talked about the blind leading the blind. I don't want this to be the case uh, for me nor for you. And so um, 
I try my very best to see the word of God. And not only when I see it, I need to accept it. And so I hope and pray that we all would accept his word. And so uh, thank you guys yet again, Melvin, if you want to go through those comments really quickly. Right. Before they disappear on us, David said, praise the Lord, everyone. Kiara says, good evening, everyone. And Casey says, praise the Lord, everybody. So praise the Lord to you three. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Praise the Lord, you guys. So let us get into it. We're coming from the book of 1 Corinthians. Um Chapter 11, and I believe I gave you verse 4, uh, and we'll read verse 4, and then from there, we will go back up. So head coverings, uh, every once in a while, you may see someone with uh, some type of cloth um, wrapping up their head and hair and or hair. Um, you may see someone with a hat. These come from different traditions, and now... With a tradition, we have to be careful because each tradition, traditions are not always sin, but they are also not always God's laws. So there are certain traditions I may be okay to follow and other ones, you know, even if I follow, I can't teach it as if it's God's law. And so that's why I wanted to uh, discuss this topic because I see that there are some traditions that are being held as God's standards or God's law, which are not. And so uh, if you can see the image on the screen, and I know everyone listening to this may not see the image, but it is an image of um, a person with their hair covered. Um, usually you see women do this. And this is by no means to disrespect anyone's culture uh, because it is a tradition that some people follow. Um, in some cultures, uh, the women actually put a similar, um, and I don't even know all of the names of them. <laughs> I've, looked them up, I've looked them up and I don't remember all the names of them. Uh, they have different names, but they, they function as the same. Um, some women do it when they get married. Uh, they cover up their head. Um, there are some cultures where they teach you need to do this all the time, married or not. Um, sometimes it is a reflection of a um, socioeconomic status. So there are different reasons why um, this tradition has come up. Um, and so I want to deal with this as it pertains to the church not about how it pertains to uh, any tradition. Um, and I understand in the Jewish culture, they do. There are, there are women who wear these. And so I want to I get what Paul has to say about this because, of course, we are no longer following the law. Um, and I've heard people talk about how the law in the Old Testament, you know, they did this. But I cannot find it now. If somebody can find it, enlighten me. Please enlighten me. I have not been able to find it. I have not been able to find where God tells uh, any woman in the Old Testament now. Now, this is what I'm listening closely to what I'm saying. I cannot find where he told any woman in the Old Testament to cover her head. Now, it is a tradition of some Jews, but I can't find where God tells them to do this. So now, if you can find it, comment it. Uh, if you find it after this discussion, come, uh, comment it still. Send it to me because I want to read it for myself. And so I want to deal with what Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. So let's pick this up. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And let's pick up verse 4 here. And we got one more comment. Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord, you all. Praise the Lord to you. Praise Thank him. you for tuning in. Um, so every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. Now, every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. Now, we're going to go back and pick all of this up. But before we do that, let's go to verse five. So the man, if his head is covered, He's dishonoring his head. 
And now he's going to explain to us who the head is. So stay with me and we'll clear all of this up. Let's pick up five. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered dishonoreth her head. Now this is the exact opposite. The woman, if her head is uncovered, she's dishonoring her head. The man, if his head is covered, dishonoreth his head. The woman, if her head is uncovered, dishonoreth her head. So now this scripture also is a reason why you have a lot of Christian churches. Uh, they practice wearing uh, a some type of cloth, as you see the one um, in the uh, image on the screen, or a hat, or just some type of some type of material on her head. This is where this comes from within the Christian churches now, within the Christian churches, and so I want to deal with this because I want to see if. That is what Paul was telling us we need to do. A woman needs to put on some type of cloth on her head. And a man needs to make sure he does not have some type of cloth on his head whenever a person is praying or prophesying. And now I thought about dealing with the praying or prophesying. Um, I may not deal with that today. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Let's go back up to verse one, though. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Now, Paul tells us to follow him. So now what we're going to find is what he said. This is not Tony. Let's read, Mel. Now, I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. Keep what he's told us to do. Let's do what he told us. We get caught up in so many traditions that we neglect doing what God has ordered us to do. Let's read. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ. Now he's going to deal with these heads. These are the spiritual heads. See, we're dealing with two different heads here, a natural and a spiritual. He said, but the head of every who? Man. Man is Christ. It doesn't matter if I talk about how, yeah, I'm a man. I'm still under authority. Christ is above me. No matter how big I think I can get in this world, no matter how big any of us get, no matter how big your muscles get, you're still underneath Christ. Let's read. And the head of, of the woman is the man. The head of the woman is the man. Now, somebody don't want to hear that. But this is the order that God put things. Let's read. And the head of Christ is God. And the head of Christ is God. We start with God. And we end with God. I believe there's a reason he put it, he wrote the scripture this way. We start with God, the head of every man is Christ, and we end with God, and the head of Christ is God. We cannot get away from God. Let's read. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. Now, if a man prays or prophesy, and, and I better cover quickly uh, what prophesying is. I, I won't go there because th this lesson, honestly, for me to really show you all the details about it, we'd be here all night because I'd have to go to so many scriptures. And so I'm trying to avoid going to so many. Um, but now praying or prophesying. Now praying, when we pray, we're doing nothing but talking to God because you're definitely not talking to Tony. <laughs> You're definitely not talking to Melvin. We're praying is nothing but communicating with God. So now every time we communicate with God or prophesy, now in the Old Testament, prophesying, we would look at that word prophesying. We would uh, talk about how it would foretell an event. But now when we get over into the New Testament, see, some things have slightly different meanings. We have to recognize this. When we read any words, we have to understand what the meaning is behind these words. And I'm not talking about the Greek meaning. I'm talking about the meaning that God gives. So now, once we get over into the New Testament, uh, we find in Acts chapter 2, these people, 120, received the Holy Ghost, and they all spake in tongues and prophesied. 
That's what Joel told of. He said, your sons and daughters, in the last days, your, uh, God was going to pour out his spirit and your sons and daughters shall do what? Prophesy. And so when these people heard them, they said, we do hear them speak the wonderful works of God. So now prophesying is really, as the New Testament is concerned, speaking the wonderful works of God. So now anytime you're going to speak about the wonderful works of God or pray and talk to directly to God. So if you speak about God or talk directly to God, you need to have your head uncovered if you're a man. So now what is the covering? What is having our head uncovered if you're a man? See, I'm not going to go and pick up that whole prophesying thing, but but read verse four again for me. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. If a man have his head covered, he's dishonoring the one who is his head. That's Christ. And by doing that, we dishonor God. So now we have to find out how does a man have his head covered? And I'm not talking about how the, what the covering is according to the tradition. I don't care about the tradition. I want to know what Paul is talking about right here. Let's read. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered dishonoreth her head. Now, if the woman prays or prophesies with her head uncovered, she's dishonoring the man, which in turn dishonors Christ, which in turn dishonors God. That's her head. So now I hope you can follow this, but the question still remains, what is uncovered and what is covered? Let's see what Paul says is, in verse 5, he says what uncovered is. Let's see what uncovered is. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. Now, that seemed plain to me. If her head is uncovered, he said, for that is even all one. He says the same thing. You know, the Bible tells us, Hero Israel, the Lord our God is who? One. One. He's one. So I don't care if you're talking about father. He's one. If you're talking about the Son, He's the same one. If you're talking about the Holy Ghost, the same one. So now here, He says, for that is even. I really, I don't want to get into all these words. The word even means equal to. It's the same thing. If you say a woman has shaved her head, that's the same thing as saying, She's uncovered. Not, not about a hat. We're not talking about a hat here. He didn't bring up a hat. He says she's shaved. We, he didn't bring up a hat at all. He says she's shaved. Now, shaving, I'm not crazy. Shaving has nothing to do with a hat. It has nothing to do with a hat. So where does this hat come from? It's a tradition. And somebody has taken this tradition and misunderstood what God is talking about. He said, for that is, my question was, God, what is a woman having her head uncovered mean? Head. See, he didn't say her hair is uncovered. He said the head is uncovered. Hair, hair, excuse me, is different from a head. Hair grows out of the head and covers the head. See, if I don't cut my facial hair, I need to cut it right now because it's starting to get out of control. I need a haircut. And you know, if I don't cut my hair, you won't even see my face because it'll completely cover me. You won't even see it. You won't see it until I get a haircut and they say, wow, that's how you look, huh? <laughs> that's what you look like. <laughs> We think about a caveman. You think about somebody who hadn't cut his hair in God knows when, and his face is covered. You, you know, when people have so much hair and their face is covered, you see women do it all the time. But I'll see guys 
when they have dreads and, and long hair, you know, their hair is going down their back. You know, if they don't have their hair in a ponytail now, if they don't have a, 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 a rubber band or something on it, you know, they have to keep doing it. They have to keep moving it out their face because it's covering their eyes. It's already covering up their head. It's covering their eyes too. And they can't see. So now I will tell you, this is what he's talking about. When a woman cuts her hair. Now, shave, I know what you're thinking. The word shave means go bald. Because that's oftentimes what people think about. And so I began to look at that also. Shave. And I won't go to all of them. But now there are other scriptures where it shows these words having different meaning. Let's read here, though. Let's keep reading here. For if the woman be not covered. If the woman be not covered. Now, I'm telling you what that cover is, is having her long hair. Having whatever amount of hair. Now, if her hair doesn't get as long as the next person, that's God's business. That's God's business. But now, she is covered with her hair without shaving it, without cutting it. See, you have some women, I'll say this while I'm here. And I'm, not, I'm by no means trying to offend anyone. I just want to tell you what's in the scripture. That's all I want to do. I, I had a lady. She came to my job and she had a haircut as low as mine, probably even lower. And she was driving a truck and I I was walking around from her passenger side to the other side of the truck to greet her. And I said, I don't remember if I said, "How how are you, sir? Or what I said, but I know I said the word, sir. I know I called her a guy. I didn't recognize she was a woman though. And she said, oh, you probably thought I was a man because of the truck. And I just laughed it off, smiled it off, because in my mind, no, I thought you were a man because of your haircut. See, there are some women who intentionally cut their hair and make it short for a hairstyle. I think about Halle Berry. I remember seeing her with a really short haircut. Uh, as well as some other women, and I don't remember their names, but I remember seeing just various women with very short haircuts. It happens a lot. It's a style. And I'll tell you, this is what Paul was dealing with. Even back then, her head was not covered because she has cut her hair very short or have completely cut it bald. See, let's look at what he said here. Read verse 6. For if the woman be not covered, let her also be shorn. He said, if she's not wanting to keep her hair long, I'm telling you what covered me, and he's going to tell you plainly once we drop down, if you're still confused. He said, look, if the woman be not covered, if she doesn't keep her hair as long as she possibly can, and it doesn't mean you have to go out and try to buy something to make it longer, put a wig in because it's not as long as, no, that's not what we're dealing with. I'm talking about with the ability that God gave. Because I get it. Some women can't grow their hair because they get some type of disease. I get that. God understands that. It's him that makes it grow. Certainly he understands. But now we're dealing with women who intentionally do this. That's what we're dealing with. So he said, if the woman be not covered, if her hair is not long, uh uh-huh, Let her also be shorn. He said, let her just shave it all bald then. Let her just go bald. If she's not going to keep it long, just let her go bald then. Let's see what he said. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. But now, if it's a shame, and we know it's a shame for a woman to be bald, because any woman who goes to the barbershop And I've seen some women in there go to the barbershop and they get the same haircut that I do. If they look at that mirror and this man has cut their hair completely bald, there's going to be a fight that day. There will be a fight because she she did not want her head to be bald. 
She just wanted her hair to be really short. It's a shame now. Women are shamed by this. Any woman, uh, you can take somebody who has uh, some type of disease and can't grow their hair. It's a shame for them. They're not happy about that. No woman's happy about that. You have men. It's a shame for men. Men men will feel embarrassed. That's what I mean by that. Men would even be embarrassed. There's some guys, hair, hair start going bald. Man, they don't want to let that hair go. <laughs> guys don't want to let the hair go. So that's what we're dealing with here. But now I want to read it plainly because somebody, somebody's going to have a hard time understanding this. Drop down. Drop down to verse 14. Let, let's read it plainly. I want to read it plainly. And really quickly, Dominique says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to you. Thank you for tuning in. Praise him. Uh, verse 14. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? Now, this is the word of God now. I'm... I'm, I have nothing to do with this. But he says, doesn't nature itself teach you that it's a shame for a man to have long hair? You know, we, we, we commonly see men have short hair, women have long. That's what Paul is dealing with here. He's dealing with people changing up the customs of which God set into place, set into motion. See, everything God has put uh, for us to do, for us to behave ourselves. He told us in one place, he said, look, the man should not wear that which pertain to the woman, and the woman should not wear that which pertain to the man. See, God has certain things he wants each of us to do. He has a certain way he wants each of us to look like. There's, certain, there's a certain way he wants us to look. He talks about men being very feminine. God, God feels that's a shame. You have women being very masculine. God is not pleased with it. There's a certain look God is looking for. But now all of this takes place after we get ourselves right with God. See, somebody who uh, hasn't gotten their heart right with God, this isn't even <laughs> relevant for them. You know, we need to go and do the first things. But so the only reason, like I said, that I wanted to deal with this was because it had come up. And so I wanted to put something out there. Uh, so once someone is looking for this specific topic, they can find it. And so uh, let's read verse 14 again. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? He said, doesn't nature teach you this? Let's read the next verse. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her. See, we're dealing with hair length here. We're dealing with a woman having long hair or a man having long hair. We're dealing with a woman having short hair or a man having short hair. He said, it's a glory for the woman to have long hair. So if God feels this is a glory to her, that means he doesn't want the woman to cut her hair and look like Melvin's. <laughs> that's not what he wants. That's, that's not what he wants. Now, we do it. Lots of people do this stuff. You see, you see men. You see a lot of men walking around with dreads, walking around with braids. We see it. But... The scripture now, not Tony, I know somebody's still going to get mad at me, but the scripture says it's a shame for a man to have long hair. That's what the scripture, and you know, whenever you see an image of Jesus, you know, that's what you always see. Yep. <laughs> Jesus with longer hair than my mama. That's what you see him with. But his own very scripture says it's a shame. I know we can go back to the Old Testament and we can think about Samson. And how God told him, don't cut his hair. That's what God told him. But see, that's where we failed. What did God tell us? What did he tell us? See, he told them a lot of things back there. They, they couldn't eat certain food back there. 
But now what does he tell us? He said, look, you can eat all these foods now. Just pray over it. Give glory to God. Let God sanctify it. So we have to get the whole message. Samson, yeah, he was wrong when he cut his, well, Delilah cut his hair, but he was wrong for telling them because they wanted to cut his hair. But now God is telling the man, cut his hair. You have so many groups telling you, telling men to grow their hair, but that's not what the word of God is telling us. So that is the covering. If a man is walking around with long hair, he's got his head covered. It's not about if he has a hat on, a do-rag, a toboggan, a beanie, whatever we wish to call any of the, a ski mask. It's not about that. That's not the head covering that we're dealing with here. I know if somebody tell you, oh, go cover your head, it's cold outside. I get it. They're talking about a hat then, some type of a beanie. But that's not what Paul is dealing with here. I want to deal with what he's talking about here. Here he's talking about hair length. And I've never went to a store and I've seen people when I, and I don't buy hats very much. Usually I buy hats to work outside and straw hats. But now whenever I, whenever I go to buy a straw hat, I've never seen any signs say, you know, this is for short hair people. I never seen it. So if anybody says Paul is talking about a hat, why is he talking about hair length so much? Why, why is he talking about that? It's not about a hat. It's about the length of hair. See, God does things to distinguish a man from a woman. He's always did this. And he's still doing it to this day. God distinguishes men and women because God is about order. It doesn't mean men are better than women, nor women better than men. It doesn't mean either of those because neither of those are true. God loves us all equally, but he wants to separate us you should be able to look at a man and tell, oh, that's a guy. You know, people should be able to look at my life and look at me and say, he, he's, he's a Christian. Somebody should be able to look at me. I shouldn't walk around pants falling off me. <laughs> my shirt unbuttoned. I'm not saying it's a sin now, but I'm saying you look at me differently. See, there is, you know, I don't want to get off track. Let, let, let's keep reading here. Read, um, read verse 14 again for me. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? It's a shame for a man to have long hair. All right. But if a woman have long hair, mm -hmm. it is a glory to her, mm -hmm. for her hair is giving her for a covering. Now, he plainly tells us what the cover is. You, you don't have to wonder. We don't have to go to the Greek, di uh, Greek dictionary. We don't have to go to the Hebrew dictionary. He plainly tells you what the cover is. The cover is the hair. So, when anyone's talking about a head covering, according to scripture now, Paul dealt with hair, not about a hat. He said that the woman's hair is given to her. It's her glory. You know, this is true because women love their hair. Women love to style their hair. Women definitely love their hair more than men do. And I know men like their hair. Don't get me wrong. But women love their hair. Women love it. That's why God gave it to them. It is a glory to her. God, when God created Adam, he made Adam look different from Eve. We see it. We see it. 
And so he says her hair is given her for a covering. But you know, somebody, for all the smart people out there, let's go. Um, let's go to this verse because somebody somebody got really smart um, and said the covering is not the cover. Uh, but I want to show you a verse where he tells us you cover with a covering. So I want to get that, uh, and I don't know if I wrote it down. So let me see if I can find it really quickly. Okay, Isaiah chapter 30. And let's pick up verse 1. Now, I'm only going here to show you the cover is what we use for a covering. Because somebody got smart and said, well, he said covered up there. And their hair is a covering, but you have to cover the covering. You know, people get smart. (laughs) People get smart. So let's pick up verse one here. Woe to the rebellious children. Now, this is the same thing Paul is trying to tell us. Now, they're not talking about wearing a head covering here. This is not what they're talking about. But Paul was trying to stop people from being rebellious Against God. Let's read. Saith the Lord Mm -hmm. that take counsel, Mm -hmm. but not of me. We're listening to everyone else, including ourselves, and not listening to what the word of God says. Uh Uh-huh. And that cover with the covering. Now, somebody said the cover. (laughs) You know, preachers come up with some stuff. I heard a man say the cover. (laughs) You have to cover the covering because... In the book of Corinthians, it says the hair is the covering. And so somebody came up with something and said, well, he said that was a covering. But you have to cover the covering. Look at what he said the cover is for. Read that again, because somebody doesn't understand it. Let's read it again. Woe to the rebellious children, Mm -hmm. saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, Mm -hmm. and that cover with a covering. Cover with a covering. That's what the cover does. It covers. I mean, (laughs) I don't want to spend too much time on it. Let's finish the verse off and go back to where we were. But not of my spirit, Mm -hmm. that they may add sin to sin. See, what he's dealing with here, I I have to hit this. He's dealing with us doing a lot of stuff. We don't have the spirit of God. And we're not trying to get it. But we're, we're doing religious things. Trying to cover ourselves. Trying to be saved. See, we're talking about a, a wearing a hat. See, that, that this doesn't save no one wearing a hat. You can wear a hat all day if you want. We're just covering ourselves with a covering. But we don't have his spirit. We don't have his truth. It's about us finding the truth and living by it. We have to get his spirit. Read, read this verse again, man. Woe to the rebellious children. See, there's a lot of rebellious people out here. People worried about a, a hat. See, I'm, a, I'm dealing with this because it is a big topic. But I, I don't want you to be fooled now. I don't want you to be fooled. See, we can't put on a hat or take off a hat. A woman can have long hair, the longest hair ever. That doesn't make her saved. We need to get saved. We need to purify our hearts. That's what it's really about. A man can have whatever hair he wants, but he needs to be saved. Let's read. And that cover with the covering, Mm -hmm. but not of my spirit, Mm -hmm. that they may add sin to sin. We don't have the spirit of God. That's the issue going on. We need the Spirit of God. We're sinning and continuing to sin. We're continuing to sin because we lack having His Spirit. 
So, yes, we're talking about the head covering, but I don't want us to get off track because the most important thing here is that we be saved. And so we can focus so much on this that we'll neglect doing those things that it takes to be saved. And that's what God does not want us to do. See, Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Let's go back there. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul wrote to this church. And these people had already gotten saved. And so now, now that they are saved, he's trying to straighten out some problems that are going on within the church. You see women going bald. You see women going super short on their head. You see men going super long, having super long hair. That's what we're dealing with. That's the cover that he deals with. Let's read this again. Let's read this again. Let's go to verse 4. Every man praying or prophesying, Mm -hmm. having his head covered. Having his hair long. See, the hair is on the head. He said he has his head covered, which means he has long hair. He said he's dishonoring his head, and his head is Christ, and the head of Christ is God. So he's dishonoring God by doing this. Now, this is what the Scripture says. This is what the Scripture said. A man might say, well, I like braids. I like my hair long. I I like my flow. (laughs) I like my locks. I understand. I'm only telling you what the word of God says. Now, you can do whatever you want with it. I'm not going to fight you over it. You know, I cut my own hair, but God knows I'm not going to come to you with my clippers on it and and try to make you get a haircut. (laughs) Brother, I want you to be saved. I want you to seek God and find out what his word says. Have you received the Holy Ghost? See, that's more important to me than fighting you about your hair length. That's more important to me. Have you received the Holy Ghost? That's what we just read over in um, Isaiah 30 and 1. Said, look, yeah, we're, we're covering up with all kind of stuff. But we're not covering up with his spirit. We don't have the Holy Ghost. We're just piling sin on top of sin. So he says, any man that prayeth or prophesied, having long hair, he said he's dishonoring his head, which is Christ, all right? But every woman that prayeth and prophesied with her head uncovered, Dishonoreth her head. Every woman that takes her hair, cuts her hair down, shaves it, cuts her hair down. Walking around looking like me. Not somebody who has a sickness now. We're not dealing with that. God, see, see, uh, let me let me say this while I'm on that topic. See, somebody tried to bring this up to me. And they said, well, if someone has a sickness, then how are they not condemned? It's easy how they're not condemned. It's rather easy because God is in control of somebody's hair growth. If a woman has a disease and her head is bald, as a result, God knows. He knows she can't grow her hair. See, there's a scripture. It says, Whatsoever, uh, I think it's in the book of Ecclesiastes, but I could be wrong. I can't remember exactly where it is. But he said, whatsoever thy hand find to do, he said, do it with all your might. Do it. Jesus told us, he said, if thy right hand offend thee, he said, cut it off. So now, hold on. Suppose somebody actually does not have hands, not because they cut it off, They could have got it amputated. Uh, It could have happened in an accident. They lost their limb. Lots of things can cause somebody to not have a hand. Or 
they even have a hand, but it's withered. They don't have any strength in their hand. They can't do anything with it. Are they condemned? Because the scripture said, look, do with all your might. They might not have any might. See, they're not condemned for that. They can still be saved. A person can be saved with no, no hands. You can still be saved. So it's just about, are you willing to do what God says when you find it? That's what it's about. That's all this is about. Is your heart pure enough to say, God, whatever your will is, if you want me to cut my hair, even though I like my long hair. See, I used to have long hair as a child, but it got cut. Even uh, when I went to college, my hair was getting pretty long, wearing long hairstyles, but it had to get cut. And so, am I, am I humble enough to God to say, you know, whatever your will is for me, I'll do it. That's what God is looking for. Are you willing to do what he asks? There's going to be a lot of other people who break what God tells them to do. But are you going to hold strong, though, when you look around and see other people doing things that God told you not to do? What are you going to do, though? So he says, but every woman that prayer the prophesied, having her head uncovered, and what I'm telling you is her head uncovered, he said he gave her long hair for a cover, for a covering, same thing. So if her head is uncovered, that tells me she no longer has long hair. She intentionally did it. We're not talking about someone that has a sickness. Someone who intentionally did it. He says she's dishonoring her head, which is the man, which dishonors Christ, which dishonors God. She's dishonoring God by doing this. So that's that's what this all boils down to. That's what it boils down to. Let's read. But every, I forgot where it was, but every woman that prayeth or prophesies with her head uncovered mm -hmm. dishonoreth her head, mm -hmm. for that is even all one as if she were shaven. Mm -hmm. For if the woman be not covered. If her hair is short now, she no longer has long. See, he said long hair is for covering. That's what he said. He didn't say hair, period. He said long hair. So if she no longer has her long hair, uh-huh. Let her also be shorn. He said, just let her cut it bald then. Just, just cut it bald. If she don't want to keep her hair long, cut it bald. Uh-huh. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. But we know it's going to be a shameful thing for the woman to be bald. See, no sick person wants to have their head bald. It's not by choice that they're doing this. So he said, here, just let her have her long hair then so she don't have to worry about being ashamed. That's what we're dealing with, long hair and short hair. So he says, it's a shame for the man to have long hair. He said the long hair was for the woman. He gave it to the woman for her glory. Glory. And so this isn't about uh, anybody looking around and trying to compare their hair length to the next person. It's only about just doing what God asked us to do. So to sum it up, the head covering, it has nothing to do with a hat. If you wish to wear a hat, that's fine. There's no harm in it. Wear you a hat. If you want to wear a beanie, that's fine. Wear you one. But now, there is no such custom in the church of God that requires a woman to wear a hat. Let, let, let's, let's read. Um, drop down to verse 16. You know what? Let, let's go back up. Read 14, 15, and 16 as we close this out. One last time. Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. He said, judge in yourselves. We didn't read this, but he said that in the verse before. 
Start judging yourself now. Doesn't nature teach you a man should not have long hair? Doesn't nature teach you this? Uh-huh. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her. He said, but if a woman does it, this is good. This, this is good. See, women go and get their hairstyle. They get, uh, <laughs> they put some rollers in there, curl their hair. They do all kind of stuff. It's a glory tour. It's a glory tour. Reminds me of Jezebel. When the prophet came to town, it was the time for her to be killed. God had already had them prophesy against her. And the scripture says she tired her face Excuse me. She painted her face. She put makeup on. And then she fixed her hair up because it was a glory to her. See, she was trying to persuade somebody not to harm her. See, the hair can do this thing. Women fix their hair up. Women do certain things to try to persuade a man to get them to do what they want to do. I won't get into all that. Let, let, let's read what he says here. For her hair is given her for a covering. The hair is the woman's covering. It's plain. The long hair now. He said long hair. But if a woman have long hair, it's a glory to her for her hair. He's still talking about long hair. Don't forget. Long hair now is for the woman's cover. So if she's uncovered, she cut her hair. It's no longer long anymore. That's what we're dealing with. That's all we're dealing with here. Uh-huh. But but if any man seem to be contentious, mm-hmm. we have no such custom, mm-hmm. neither the churches of God. He said, look, if anybody want to fight about this, there's no custom in the church of God. There's no tradition for this in God's true church. I know people claim to be the true church, but this is just a principle that has sneaked over into the true church. But this is not set up by God. This is not set up by God. So I thank God for you. Um, I don't want to continue going on about this, um, but there, there's so much to look at when it, as it pertains to this topic. Um, I just hope that we would understand the woman having her long hair. And now if a person can't grow as long hair as uh, the length of hair as the next person, that's fine. That's fine. You notice he didn't specify an exact length. He did that for a purpose. We're talking about when a woman cuts her hair, not because she's sick, not for, not because it just doesn't grow. When a woman cuts her hair, intentionally short to walk around and look like me for a hairstyle. That's what he's dealing with. He said, look, there's no custom in the church like this. They might do this out in the world, but there's no custom in the church. And so uh, I just want to say more than anything, it's about us being saved. I'm not telling you if a woman has her hair short, she's going to hell. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm not telling you a woman won't be saved if her hair is short. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you if a man has dreads, he won't be saved. But what I am telling you is, God says it's a shame for a man to have long hair. And that's where I'll leave it. Now, what I do know is, I don't want God to be ashamed of me. Now, that's what I do know. I don't want him to be ashamed of me. Now, if, you, if you're if you okay with him being ashamed of you, then that's different. But he said, look, if we're ashamed of his word, he'll be ashamed of us. And he won't confess us before God. So thank you guys. God bless you guys. And um, I hope this helps someone out there who has looked into this topic and they were confused about it. Uh, because, again, there are some churches that teach you have to put on a hat. But he said, no, for the woman, her long hair, that, that's, that's all she needs. Whatever, whatever measure of hair that God gave her, that's what she needs. 
She doesn't need a hat. So, again, thank you guys. God bless you guys. And at this time, back over into the hands of Melvin. Uh, thank you. I see that we have another comment from um, Jeremy. He says, amen, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And Luke 19 and 10, that's what he says. Thank you for the comment. Thank you for tuning in. And thank everybody for tuning in. Um, but I guess what is on my heart is whenever we come to see the true word of God, we always let our emotions come into play. You know, we base something off how we personally feel about it. <clears throat> because there's a lot of things that God is not okay with that to me, I couldn't care less about them. You know, if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Melvin is not the one that is caring. But Melvin has no heaven or hell to put you in. So we just have to, no matter how we're feeling about a certain topic, humble ourselves, come as a little child and take heed. I remember we talked to a guy two or three years ago, maybe even longer. He said, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see it right there in the scripture. I'm still not going to do it, though. And that's, you know, it's one thing to not see it, not see what we're saying and say, I don't understand. I'm not going to do it. But it's another thing to say that you see it and to see what we're saying and then still not do it. And one place he says it's better if you it's better for you to have never even known than to know and turn back. Another place he said, if, if the righteous scarcely be saved, then what does that say about the sinner? If the righteous people barely make it into heaven, what does it say about the other people? So we just have to firstly find out what exactly he's saying and then follow it. No matter how we personally feel about something, I've said it many times before, human emotions get us in trouble. You know, God says he wants us to do a certain thing and we look at it and be like, man, I don't know about this. I don't like it. Well, that may be how you feel at first. But once you start getting into it, once you start doing it, God will give you the, the ability to like it. So we just have to set aside our emotional, our feelings, rather, and just be say that, God, no matter what your will is, I'm willing to do it and actually mean it because that's what I say. And then, but I also pray to God to let me mean it when the situation presents itself. Let me to what well, we like to say, keep that same energy when it comes to God, your will and not mine. That's what we pray. And in the Lord's prayer, what we like to call it, he's, we say not our will. We say thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's a lot of things that we want that's not God's will. And it'd be, it'd be for our own benefit. A lot of the things we want won't benefit us at all, even though we think that it might. But what God has for us, it will. He will never tell us, I've said this before, he will never tell us to do anything that won't benefit us in some way, even if we can't see it. So that's all I have to say. Um, I see we don't have any more comments. So thank you, David, Kiara, Casey, Sister Rosie, Cynthia, Dominique, and Jeremy. Thank you guys so much for commenting. We love the questions and the interactions. Thank you so much for tuning in. And also, as you can see where it is, like right here, it's cut off a little bit. I have to find another placement for it. But the website is jmsbible.com. Please give it a visit. Leave a prayer request. Leave a topic request. You know, ask any questions. You can even send in a voicemail. We would love to hear you guys' voices. Tell us how your day is going ask a question that we can cover on here or in the Zoom meetings, anything. So, yep, again, jmsbible.com. And also we have Zoom Bible Studies, which that link is on there as well, every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message. We would love to see you guys there. So if that be it, as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you again for tuning in.
Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.